I don't plot my books rigidly follow a preconceived structure. A novel mustn't be a closed system. It's a quest. Kurt Vonnegut. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. We're going to try something a little new today. Our four-letter word is plan. We have talked about plotters and planners in previous episodes. I believe our debut episode was about plotters versus pantsers. But even if you're a pantser, knowing how the story ends, at least, will give you a direction to write toward. I am a pantser. I don't like plotting. I don't like planning. But it hasn't been very helpful for me. So I have started to plan a scene or two. It's amazing how much planning can help, and I hate to admit that. (laughs) So we are going to work together, Lee and I, on planning a story to kind of give you an idea for you new authors and especially you pantsers that may be realizing you need to do a little bit more work in the planning section to help you write your story. We have not discussed this at all, so you kind of get to see and hear us talk about and come to a conclusion as far as designing a story. One of the first things that you need to know when you are planning to write a book is the genre. Romance. Are you going to make me do romance? (laughs) No, I'm not going to do that. I don't even want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. How about fantasy? I've written fantasy, you adore fantasy, I think some kind of fantasy might be helpful. Yes. What kind of fantasy? Um, I'm feeling kind of an urban fantasy, the- but not urban fantasy as in vampires and werewolves. I'm talking urban fantasy as in like, we still have fairies and elves and dwarves. So magical realism. Yes. So the next question we're going to ask is about the world, the setting at large. So dwarves and fairies, are there monsters? Are there like mintars and centaurs and other tars? <laughs> um, yes. Do they have special magics per race or is it per something else? I'll let you decide that one. I'm thinking per race because if it's modern and we can see, okay, this type of spell was cast here, that must mean our... I'm going murder mystery currently. That must mean our suspect is an elf. Okay. So are we going saving the world plot or were we going with a murder mystery plot? Because I'm down for a murder mystery. Okay. Let's do murder mystery then. So is there a serial killer? Yes. Serial killer collecting certain kinds of magics? Okay. So they're creating a spell and they're getting spell components from people? Yeah. Okay. We've moved on from the world problem to the villain character, which is always the more fun and the one I always define first anyway. Oh, yeah. What do we want the spell to do that he's working toward? Hmm. Or she. A lot of my villains are she's, so I'm kind of inclined toward (laughs) he at this point. Most of my villains are he's. There you go. (laughs) So which one do we want to do, he or she? Uh, Let's go with he. Okay. What are the limitations of the magic? Say he's collecting elven celestial magic, dryad nature magic, dwarven metallurgy magic. What do humans get? Arcane? I don't know. Song? 
I, th- I think there's a lot of magic to be found in music. Ooh, that would be interesting. What would it do, though? Group effects. So anybody who hears this song moves 10% faster. It's a mental kind of magic. Okay. But if we design the team around the specialty of the song master, then you can become very powerful because I like teamwork. If you can tell, we're a little ADD in our planning, but that's okay. The biggest thing is when you are planning and you do jump around, just take notes. So the villain is trying to take away magic from people, to neutralize magic in certain users. Oh, that would be good. So if the villain got their way, only their allies would have magic. Ooh. Would it wipe it from that entire race, or would they have to target a specific person to remove their magic? I would say specific person, because at that point... Unless he's aligned with just the dwarves and dwarves are all evil, then it would be very difficult to protect his allies. Okay. And our major failure could be that the main character loses their magical ability. Ooh, that would be really good. Who is our main character? I would say our main character is the human with the musical abilities. Because then if they are the ones that lose their magic, then the whole team has to recompile their resources and working together without that main element that supported all of them. So our main character is male or female? Male. Profession? If they are a musician, maybe a music teacher. Okay. Hero age or a little older, maybe? A little older. So does he have a weapon of choice besides bassoon? (laughs) The trombone every time you slide out. (laughs) So what is the main character's motivation for joining the team to stop the villain? He's a teacher. One of his students was one of the people killed? The serial killer could be targeting people at the school. So all of the teachers have to work together. It's just from his point of view because he's kind of the one rallying them. Yeah, that would be good. What does his team look like? Is it just other teachers? I think he would have maybe like one or two teachers that join him. And then he would need to have a friend or somebody in law enforcement that goes to him for help. Either that or he is a suspect. And so he can't go to law enforcement because they just arrest him. I would go with he's working with the lead investigator on it. How does he know the lead investigator? Are they siblings? Maybe his sister is a cop? That would work. Detective, I guess. Yeah. So as far as characters, we have our main character. We have uh, some of our villain. What's the motivation for the villain? Maybe there's somebody in particular whose power he's trying to take out, but he needs these spell ingredients for it. Would it be somebody in government? Could be. But why? I want to say it's something incredibly personal. Like, his kid died and he blames them. So kind of that something went wrong and they snap kind of thing? But they think they're doing good by taking power away from people who have too much. Okay, I like it. So our ticking clock is the guy completing the spell ingredient list, the shopping list. Yeah. I think one of the other teachers on the team probably figures out that it's a spell. Maybe it's the alchemy teacher at the school? And it can be that teacher saying like, oh, I recognize this. This isn't good, guys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, I've only read about this in books. So what's our inciting action? 
I would say the death of one of the main character's favorite students, favorite current students. So he discovers the body? Yeah. Okay. What's our solution? How does it end? Well, the main character's lost his powers. Team has to figure out how to work around that and stop the guy. I would say the villain would have to either die or be arrested. I kind of want to have that final moment, something celestial, because that's tied in with magic, so lunar eclipse or whatever. And that can be another taking clock. But he's casting this spell. How do we get there? How do we get from dead student in the classroom to under a lunar eclipse casting a dark spell? So first student found in the music room is the first one. Next day, the next person shows up dead. And it's a different person seemingly unconnected, except for how they were killed. Both still at the school? Both still at the school. And then third person dies, and that's when the alchemy teacher makes that connection. So what's our first try fail? Maybe they protect the wrong people because they think, okay, well, they're going to do this next. And the killer jumps. What's our twist? Do we have, is one of the teachers in on it? Yes. Okay. Because that would play really well into the trifails of they decide, okay, here's the list of ingredients. They seem to be working down the list. Here's the number one, number two, number three. The next one is a beard of a dwarf. So they start looking at the best performing dwarves in the school and putting security details and protecting them. But one of the teachers that's involved in this is like, okay, well, they're all doing that. I'm going to go over here and take out this dryad. Is one of the teachers the villain or just informing the villain? I would say informing the villain because then that they can also be the downfall. So first try fail is they protect the wrong students. They think they've got a foothold on this and they don't. Now the villain is aware that the cops are involved. The second try fail can probably be they caught the wrong guy and next day somebody shows up dead. What's our third try fail? I'm thinking... They catch the bad guy. They know who it is. They get the evidence they need. But he manages to nuke the main character's magic at that point. Here's the potential plot hole. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> These are things that you need to be looking out for as you're plotting. Because we decided that the main character would be targeted and he would lose his magic. But then we decided that to do the spell, it had to be under a certain celestial event, like a lunar eclipse. So how would the magic be removed from the main character if the spell can't be cast yet? What if it's also kind of a trifail for the villain? The spell isn't a very well-known spell, and the copy that the villain has doesn't say that it needs to happen under a lunar eclipse. So he creates the potion, gives it to the main character, but it's only temporary. Okay. And then in order to have it be permanent, the potion had to be made under a lunar eclipse. Okay. I kind of want to kill the alchemy teacher. You know, I'm down for that. Okay. So those are our three tri-fails. Protected the wrong student, caught the wrong guy, lost an ally, and magical powers. Solution, stop the spell from happening during the lunar eclipse, arrest the bad guy, save the world. So I think we have a pretty good outline set up for this story. There's still a lot of room for exploration of the nuances of the characters. And if we wanted to continue planning this story, we would go back through all of May and figure out the different characters and their stats and their backstories and their cornerstone memories and all of that. 
That's how easy it is to plot the basics of a story. It really isn't that complicated. Much more difficult is actually writing it down. Yes. So if you have an idea for a story, just kind of do what we did. Think about the genre, the world. What's the main problem and what's the main solution that goes with it? Who are your characters? What's the inciting action? What's moving the characters along? Is there a ticking clock? And then what problems do they face on the way? But it all comes down to... Write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 